now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back to the John and Chad special, the Seventh Rounders After Dark. Folks, we hopped on this call 27 seconds ago. We're getting into it. We need prep. Boys know what to talk about. Oh, yeah. Start. We're going to start with a little hockey. Jack Eichel is gone. History. Gone. gone forever. Is on his way. Vegas, baby. Vegas. That I didn't need well, to say, but that's okay. Is he um, going to play this year? Yeah, I heard four months. So the, I don't know when he gets his surgery. So probably not, if I had to guess. Interesting. Sabres in return receive Alex Krebs, the Syracuse native. Yep. They receive a first round pick next year and they receive, uh, how do you say his Peyton, Peyton Krebs, 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 Krebs. Best prospect in Vegas Golden Knights history, actually. Correct. Yep. That four year history. Yep. Um, so he's down. Um, Krebs was actually up with Las Vegas because they're dealing with a ton of injuries. Sabre sent him back down to the AHL, which I think was the right move. So he's on a line right now with Jack Quinn. Rochester Americans might be the and best. And Pet- Yeah. They might beat some NHL teams, honestly. It's a solid. Be, they might beat the Sabres. <laughs> they might. They might. Um, so, so listen, breaking down this trade, I know folks in the past, you know, a lot of deals involving my team, John's team, I've been negative on. I, I'm very optimistic with this trade. I feel like it's pretty split on the public, but I'm a big Alex Tuck fan. Listen, he's 20, he's same age as Eichel. And when he's healthy, he produces. So, they should get him back sometime in probably January, February. Not going to mean and a lot. He adds a. He adds a. Uh, he, he's going to bring it every game. He's going to add an intensity to the to the lineup. Yeah. An intensity and a winning pedigree, just like Vegas has won. Like he's going to know what it's like to win. They need that. I think that's a big part of it is the winning. You know that winning feeling. Um. So listen, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, for moments, it looked like we were going to get nothing back for, for Eichel because we had no leverage. Team starts pretty well. Now they've lost, I think, four in a row. They're losing again tonight. Uh, they appear quite weak on the road, Chad. Um, but I think the return was solid. Listen, I you look at this team moving forward, I think they have a direction. And it starts with the new coach. I mean, they're playing hard, bottom line. I like yeah, that. Even, even though they've lost a few in a row, they're playing hard. I mean, they, They've been the they've been the the less talented team probably just about every just about every night they've played so without far. a doubt every night they have by yeah. far the least talented team in the NHL but I mean they got young pieces now you know yeah is is still a piece and then you got those three forwards down in the AHL Olafson's still young you know you got the Michigan defender. I mean, th- th- there there's solid guys throughout the lineup just not guys that are probably first and second liners that are on the first and second line because of the the roster shape but i mean i i think like cousins is a as a he's going to be a star probably than the yeah the three guys with the amherst well that's there's a, a lot of yeah there's a lot of uh eight blue chip prospects right now between being on the sabers and with the amherst i think you need four of those guys to really hit and then you look 
out to like 2023, they're going to have a ton of cap room. And oh, if a fuck ton of cap room. Players are going to want to come to We Buffalo. had to trade for Johnny Boychuk from the Islanders to stay above the cap floor. That's how much cap room and we have. Yeah, and he doesn't play anymore. Oh, he's retired. His eyes don't work. Like, he's like lost an eye. Yeah. So, the Sabres, I'm optimistic. Yes. All right. Enough hockey talk. That's hockey yeah. talk for the episode. We knocked it out early on uh, John and Chad's late night uh, special Monday night college football season. Pretty wild week, honestly, in football uh, as a whole, NFL and college. But some big upsets, some couple undefeated teams that you know we're we're all wondering are they are they for real or not? Michigan State, Wake Forest go down. Um, I have another poor Saturday. Uh, I, I go o two o two and one. I pushed with San Diego State, but Auburn and Sparty completely let me down at three thirty. I don't know how you guys did, but I am I am uh, I'm stumbling right now. Big time. I was like one in five on Saturday and one in five on Sunday. I was okay on NFL Sunday, but my my college football was like my lock, so it was I didn't win one, so I pushed one, I lost two. So, so John, I I came into you know earlier today when we were getting ready to record, thinking, hey, send the text to Johnny Boy saying let's get you know our updated rankings for the week, but at this point. We're, there's no point in trying to – like, if you're going to sit here and tell me you know how the team sh- should be ranked, you're fucking lying to me and you're lying to yourself. Is so, this it you take outside of – you know, Georgia won handedly again. Outside of Georgia, you take two through t- – I mean, even down to Notre Dame at 10. I, like, I have no basis to, like, strong inklings anywhere. The best way to put it. I don't know. Is this the most open season we've had in uh, uh, recently? 2007. Yeah, I don't know. I wish UTSA would find themselves in the uh, top 25. They beat UTEP. They're 9-0. and They're a wagon. Did you end up fading them? Uh, they beat the fucking shit out of UTEP on the road. 44-23. I mean, I think we're looking at UTSA as a legitimate top 10 team at this point. A playoff contender. They are good. Yeah. They're good. They're a good team. Um, I mean, let's, yeah, just, to, just a recap. I mean, Alabama struggled in a win against LSU. Michigan State goes down to Purdue. Oregon struggles in their game against uh, Washington. They wind up winning by 10. Ohio State struggles with Nebraska, wins by 9. Cincy struggles with Tulsa, wins by 8. Michigan struggled with Indiana, wound up winning by like 18, but it was closer than that. Uh, Oklahoma's off. Wake Forest goes down and Notre Dame wins decently. Um, so we're at a point where I. I um, I don't know. Do you have any strong feeling about who the second best team is? You know, I was at a point a couple weeks ago where it was like, I believe. Cincinnati deserved to be ranked number two, but if you were to tell me like put Cincinnati against Alabama, I think Alabama would boat race them. Now I'm at the point where A, I don't think Cincinnati necessarily should be number two, but I B, I also have no idea if Alabama would beat Cincinnati. Yeah, and I was all aboard. I was saying that uh Cincinnati would get blown out by these teams. I agree. I don't know. And I think that Notre Dame, like you mentioned there, another big win. The more Notre Dame wins, the better for Cincinnati. As we've said, um, but yeah, I mean, no, no one is really 
it's Georgia and everybody else. Georgia's terrific. Uh, leaps and bounds, by far the number one team. But yeah, two through ten. I mean, throw it in like a throw it in one of the little ball things for uh, for like bingo, where you just spin the ball around. Whatever pops out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe an eighteen playoff. I think this proves it. Um, eight's the perfect number. I get it. I I do. I've always been anti. You know, this year is one of those years. And even though, you know, Georgia is significantly better right now, there's a lot of season left. Like, that Georgia plays Tennessee coming up here pretty soon. Wouldn't be surprised if that's a close one. I could be way off base, but uh, I don't we'll know. We'll see. Um, we didn't record since the um, the initial playoff ranking. Do you have any, like, anything you no. want? Obviously, it's going to change up again in the next it day. Was just, I think they got it right at the time. I think that it was a, a bad situation for Cincinnati, but you've got to believe that they'll they'll jump Michigan State. Uh, I think potentially uh, and everyone else moves up, I think is what is going to happen. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of game left to be played. I don't think it matters a whole lot right now outside of that. But I, Cincinnati would have been better served to be higher in the initial rank. Yeah. Here here's my my issue with I don't know if the committee, the process, whatever it is. And you can you can tell me I'm wrong if you want. That's fine. But to me, what it looks like is the committee takes, you know, going into last week, committee looks at, hey, one through eight. This is who we think the 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 best eight teams are in this order. And then the rest of the rankings, nine through twenty five, is they just order it to make their top eight look correct. Does that make sense? Like it's, I just, you know, to have, you know, Mississippi state's been brought up a lot, but Mississippi state wasn't ranked in either of the other polls and they didn't have like, they hadn't done anything. And then to have them appear at 17 when UTSA isn't even ranked to me, that was, you know, partial boosting Alabama and also hurting Cincinnati. And then even, to have Minnesota ranked and neither of the other polls had Minnesota ranked. That was clearly to help Ohio state. And then Minnesota just got dog washed by Illinois. So I, I don't know. I just, I think there's too much of mixing and matching outside the top 10 to make the top eight or nine look correct, which I don't agree with. It's valid. I hadn't really looked at it that deep, but that's a, that's a good point. I hear what you're saying. So any other, um, the Cox, we are you kidding me? The Cox that went out there and just boat beat the shit out of Florida, smacked him in the teeth, kicked him in the mouth. Are we moving up that I mean, timeline? Are the Cox back 2024? I tell you what, I texted all these group chats Monday night of last week. I said, guys, I'm really thinking about a Cox money line bet, and I really was. I took the Cox money line plus, uh, I think it was 575. Took it, didn't even take spread. I said. We're either going to get killed or we're winning this fucking game outright. We smoked them. I think that it's, it's a lot to be said that this is for sure the right coaching staff, Chad, in place here. Beamer. So they, you know, before two weeks ago, go out to uh, Texas A&M College Station. You just get killed. I think it was 44 to 14. Absolute blowout. Really, it was like 38 to zero. Um, go into the bye week, regroup. To come out like that, that's a statement win for the coaching staff. Um, I mean, Florida's more talented team. I know they're in shambles right now, but they're a more talented team. So 40-17 is a very convincing win. I'm excited. I think we go out, we beat Missouri next week, and then 
probably won't beat Auburn the following, but that Clemson game, the last game of the year, that's going to be a game. That college game day might go there, man. Don't you dare let this team get confident. Don't you dare. Don't let them. You, you, your win total hit. You're, you're, oh, it hit with flying color. It hit, it hit plus. It's in excess right now. Yeah. Three and a half. What a fucking joke, dude. Yeah. Vegas can go eat dirt for that one. Carolina, South Carolina on the way up. Florida oh, yeah. is about as bad as it gets. They just, I mean. They don't play with any effort. No. Uh, bottom line is Dan Mullen was in a position at Mississippi State where his career was made because of Dak Prescott and how unbelievable Dak Prescott is. Um, and then he goes and gets this this Florida job, and he's clearly he's a weird guy. From everything I've read, he's socially he's just an odd guy, and he he can't recruit. Um, and yeah, team's gotten worse. They let go of their offensive line coach who's been with Dan Mullen for 21 years. That doesn't make any sense to me, especially when Florida's run game was like one of the better ones in the country. Like that was the mm-hmm. least of their problems. They have quarterbacks that can't throw the ball and they're going to let go of their offensive line coach. But, mm-hmm. oh, well, no need to lose sleep over because Florida sucks anyways. Um, you want to get ready for some week 11 picks? We got a decent slate. I like the slate. I, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm excited. We need it. It's been a couple, you know, weaker ones, but yeah, it's, it's like five or six ranked games this week. It's exciting. Good Thursday night game in the ACC, North Carolina on the road at Pitt. Do you have any thoughts on that? I know you're a big Kenny Pickett guy. I don't know if you have anything here. I don't have much. Um, this is one I'm pro- I'm honestly going to avoid because Carolina is so hit, and miss, hit or miss. Um, yep. I'm honestly surprised the spread is that big. I feel like Vegas is really like Carolina for the most part this year. I thought this would be like a, pittsburgh favored by three type of game um and this is one if it comes down to a thursday night if i have a beverage or two i might go north carolina money line um but i I probably will avoid it i just it's questionable a lot lot of scouts will be at this one oh yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh high total 74 and a half yeah this is a i'll decide thursday if anything any other weeknight we got matching this week we don't need to talk about that friday night I mean, Cincinnati plays a really bad South Florida team. Other than that, I think we can move to Saturday. Did Connor have – Connor texted us his picks. I just want to make sure he didn't uh, – Connor has one of his locks. He has Pitt minus six and a half. Oh, okay. Do we like it? No. Do we live with it? Yes. We we, Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, that guy's going to do what he does. We forgot to mention Connor's not with us today. Um, He's not here. Yeah. We don't know where he is. We don't know how often he'll be around uh, with the NBA season. It sounds like he's a busy guy. But, you know, you love us. You love us. We're here. We're here for you. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Noon, one of the bigger games of the week. We have Penn State at home against Michigan. Penn State is a one-point favorite. Um, I Do you have anything on this game first? I'd love your opinion. I like an eight and one Michigan is Clifford quarterback. Is he back? Yeah. He's back, right? Yeah. Clifford's fine. So, so you got six and three Penn state at home and they're favored by a point over an eight and one top 10 Michigan team, Michigan team that really honestly could still be alive for, for sure. in this playoff, if they went out when the big 10, yeah. um, I think they win. I think Michigan wins this game. 
it's not a lock for me, but I think they win this game. Yeah, I not a lock for me, but I lean Michigan. And I have no reason behind this. I, I like the fact that it's a noon kick. I don't think the Penn State crowd at noon would be as damaging to Michigan as if it was a night game. So I think that the, the noon kick will help Michigan. And I could be wrong. They could be terrible at home. I don't know. Or at noon, I don't know. But I think the crowd will be weaker in that spot. I think this this is a good fit for Michigan. So Michigan is can run the ball really well. They have Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum, two really good running backs. You remember what Penn State did a couple weeks ago against Illinois with their run defense. And I don't know how much Penn State will be able to move the ball on Michigan. Um because Michigan's defense is solid. So I think Michigan. this is going to be a tough spot for Penn State. So I lean Michigan, but not a lock of the week. Okay. I really just hate seeing Wisconsin there ranked. It confuses me. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, they're good now. They they put up 50 last week. They put up a 50-berg against Rutgers on the road. I think that's pretty good because Rutgers has not been, you know, the worst team this year. I have a lock at 12. Do you have a lock at 12? I do not, no. I do. Um, th- this is this is upset alert central. I'm, my lock is going to be the spread, but I think Baylor wins outright at home against Oklahoma. I hate this spot for the Sooners. Um, they're, I just think they're so due to lose. I know they looked pretty good last week, but I like Baylor plus five and a half is my lock here, but I will be sprinkling money line. I think the, the Bears win this one. I, w- I was really looking at that one. I couldn't get myself to do it. Um, but I will probably join you that that'll be a Saturday play for me. Um, but it's, Oklahoma just has done nothing to impress me. They keep winning games. Um, but Baylor just lost, correct? Baylor just lost yeah, on lost. the road to TCU. That's only their second loss of the year. And the reason I think they might've lost is that I think they were looking at Oklahoma. I think they've been pre- preparing for Oklahoma for a couple weeks. Okay. They shouldn't have lost TCU. All right. Uh, my other noon, not a lot. It's like a halfy. It's like a. It's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna lock it in, but it's not one of my locks. I really like bounce back spot. Auburn minus five and a half at home against Mississippi State. Um, I just I don't think Mississippi State's good. And there's something with I always bet Auburn. I don't know why. I love Bo Nix, apparently. Uh, I just think Auburn's a better, more physical team. They're at home. Um, I think they win this by at least a touchdown. I like that play as well. Auburn let me down big time last week, but I think that this uh, this spread has got a little recency bias in it. I think it should be a little bit higher, and I agree. Not a lock for me after what happened last week, but I like the Tigers. A couple good noon games. Anything else at noon you like? Um, about in terms of relevancy, those are about it. Yeah, I have nothing else unless you do. No. All right. The three thirty slate, which typically has been quite strong. Chad, are you nervous for the Buckeyes with Purdue coming off a big win, or is that Purdue's? Uh, was that Purdue's Super Bowl? Are they? Are they going to be a little checked out now? Uh, I feel like you got to be relieved that they just did that. Uh I am. I'm also more relieved that this game's at home. Purdue's on the road. Yeah. But I just 
and this may be, you know, me hating on my team a little bit. I just think it, this is now like four or five weeks in a row where these Ohio State spreads have been between like 18 and 23 points, and it's just too much. I mean, Ohio State is good to an extent. They're just not – I just think that the spread's too big. And I'm never going to take Purdue, but Ohio State is not one of my locks this week. 20 is a big number uh, for a team that has – you know, beaten two top five teams already this year. Uh, it comes down to they, it's David Bell is their offense. So you have to stop David Bell, which who knows? No one's been able to do it thus far. Uh, I, I just think the spread is massive. Uh, so, you know, hopefully I say this and it's like a reverse thing where Ohio State just steamrolls them. But I don't know. I I have, you know, thoughts and it's just it's not one of my locks of the week. I think they could steamroll them, and I, I don't know. They've been tricky to figure out because I feel like they, they outplay these teams, but they don't win by much. They, um, they can't score. They've So they, um, starting with that, that Rutgers-Maryland, uh, they had one other Big Ten game in there, those three games. Their starters scored 24 straight touchdowns when their wow. starters were on the field. Four. And since then, against Penn State and um, – Nebraska last week, they are they have scored one touchdown when they've gotten in the red zone. They've been in the red zone 14 times. So that's a little concerning. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's why I'm avoiding it. Um, but hopefully, you know, the tune changes next week, being Columbus for a little Michigan State showdown. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where I am on that. Um, At, Georgia, I like Tennessee. the. Uh, Georgia, Tennessee is intriguing. I've been trying to wrestle myself on if I wanted to use this game as a lock of the week. I'm not going to. Um, I really like Tennessee's spread plus 21. I don't think they lose by three touchdowns. Their offense is very dynamic. Um, it's pretty complex. I think it's going to give Georgia a little bit of problems because they probably haven't seen an offense similar to it. But at home for Tennessee, I like them to keep it within three touchdowns. Not win. But I could see him losing by 14, 17 points. I think that's just too many points. Yeah, I completely agree. I have nothing else to add. Uh, not a lock, but um, I like him in that spot. Like Georgia has uh, the most points they've allowed this year were 13 against South Carolina and 13 against Kentucky. I think that Tennessee will have the most points scored against Georgia's defense this year, which isn't a very high bar. But I see this as like a 34-17 type game. Yeah. I agree completely. Okay. Yeah, again, not a lock. I don't want to use a, a fade of George as a lock because I just think that's a frightening ask. But I will slide at, to 4 o'clock here. The Cox are going to win this game against uh, Missouri. Money line. Book it. Second lock of the week. Gamecock money line. Hammer it. Bang, bang. Six wins. Bull eligible this week. All right. I like that. I might, I might follow you, honestly. The Cox, man. Cox are good. They're good. Uh, do you have anything it's not going to be a ranked game but we have iowa at home against minnesota 37 is the over under i have not this game makes me want to throw up i will not touch it iowa as a team makes me want to just literally eat rocks and dirt at the same time i would go minnesota here nothing okay i don't like them um i like michigan state at four o'clock to beat the piss out of maryland i just lost my mic almost tossed it across the room on accident um but I like Sparty to, to smoke Maryland off a disappointing loss at home. 
Okay. I just think Maryland is such a punching bag for these good teams. Yeah. They kept it like close to Penn State last week, though. Not a good team. Not, a good not team. ranked. 2026. Um, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, my first lock of the week. I'm going with your team. Give me Ole Miss plus two and a half. Give me the money line. I still don't believe in Texas A&M. I know they have a very good defense. But I think Matt Corral bounces back here. I think it's too much offense from Ole Miss. I like them to win, you know, like a 40 to 30 type game. I love that. That's a good play. I'm not going to use them as a lock, but the Matt Corral Heisman campaign is is really, really alive again. It is alive again with Bryce Jones and Alabama struggling last week and Kenneth Walker, Michigan State losing. It's wide open still, I think, um, between the three of them and, and I mean, Ohio State was disappointing. Stroud didn't play great. So um, it's anyone's between the four of them. It's anyone's. Yeah, you couldn't. I couldn't even begin to guess. I'd still say Kenneth Walker is probably the favorite, but I looked in Bryce Jones. I think is slightly above him. And there's the two of them are slightly above Corral, slightly above C.A. Stroud. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But that is a lot of ball to be played. Like, that's very far from uh, what it'll end up. Yeah. Um, is that your third lock or second lock? Uh, I used two. First. Huh? That was my first. Oh, you got to use a second before I use my third. I know. I've, I've been patient. Second one, I'm going to 730. I'm going to take Notre Dame minus five against Virginia. Um, Notre Dame's defense is good. Virginia's offense is good. Something's going to give there. Uh, Notre Dame just wins football games straight up. Can't stop fading mm-hmm. them. Uh, so it's a tricky spot, but give me Notre Dame on the road minus five. I like that play. Um, I am going to go to a, a, an ugly game as my third lock here. An ugly game, night game, 730, in fact, on ESPNU. So not all your televisions are going to get this one. But I, I'm liking Texas to just smoke Kansas here. Um, this is a fat spread, 30 and a half points. Kansas in conference on the road has been a train wreck. They lost 55 to 3 at Oklahoma State. They lost 59 to 7 at Iowa State. Uh, and those are the, I guess the only two conference road games they've played. It hasn't been pretty, hasn't been pretty at home. I think Texas is, uh, they're desperate four and six, but they're probably going to be trying to fight for some bowl eligibility these last couple of weeks. You would think under a first year coach, um, I think they smoke, uh, I think they have their way with Kansas. I like it. My last one is an eight o'clock big 12 as well. Give me the under 55 in Oklahoma State TCU. Oklahoma State has a good defense. Um, TCU coming off a big win against Baylor. Uh, I think it's a step back to reality. They struggle here. So I I think it's going to be a lower scoring game uh, that Oklahoma State wins. All right. Okay. Outside of that, I mean – any other games you want to touch on? Intriguing game at 10.30 p.m. between Nevada and San Diego State, a 7-2 and two and an 8-1 and one team, West Coast, uh, late night. It's a fun one. I think Hawaii plays earlier in the day. Who really cares? But, I mean, outside of that, I don't got much. Yeah, I don't. Oregon, you know, 10.30, they play Washington State. Uh, NC State, Wake Forest at 7.30 is interesting. I think Wake Forest is on upset alert for sure. Um, I think they were pretty fraudulent and, and they've been exposed now. And I think NC State could win this. They could lose two in a row. 
Yeah. So we're pretty much in agreement across the board today. It's a nice one. Connor. I don't know what's going on, dude. I'm worried about that. Yeah. We really love. worried. All right. Any other final thoughts before we head to break? Um, college football. I don't know, dude. It's weird seeing that not these teams have played nine games. And it's weird that it's almost mid-November. It's, uh, uh what the fuck? I'm going way too fast. The hell's going on? Yeah, it's bullshit. But. It's, 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 yeah. It's bullshit. All right. So, folks, I, I just want to say, I mean, just, just cherish these last few weeks of, uh, regular season college football and, by the time your your uh, conference championships roll around in about a month, you know, just look in the mirror and say, "Hey, I'm thankful for this." But we've got some weeks to get through. A lot can happen. Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll know the second college football playoff ranking. At this time of recording, we don't, unfortunately. But I'm excited. A lot will change this weekend. I feel it. I feel it in my balls. I feel it in my balls, Chad. Yeah. A lot's going to change. Some big results are going to happen teams start to separate it's mm-hmm. separation saturday this week we're in the we're in the i guess probably the first week of the last quarter of the year so yeah no pretty doubt. crazy wow. all right aj hit us with it thank you aj and we're back week 10 in the nfl week one Week one, I'm throwing you a curveball with baseball season ending. Uh, who won the world? The Braves won the World Series. Good for them. But I'm going to throw you a curveball, Chad. Okay. It is week one of college basketball season. Wow. Wait, we have some bangers Tuesday we night. Have some, tomorrow. That's tomorrow, man. So they're going to hear this before the game. So, right. so let's give them some picks. We're, we're going to give you guys some picks. No, they're going to hear this after the game happens. So we're going to give you guys some picks, and you're going to tell us how bad we did. Love it. After you hear these picks. So this is what we're going to – we're going to call this segment Back to the Future. Back to the Future College Basketball Edition. Yep. You guys were – you're going to hear – you're going to know the results of these games by the time these picks come out. These picks are going to be irrelevant for you, other than if we do really bad, you'll get to tell us about it, and you'll know. Oh, um, you can light us up. Just, just yeah. mercy. So, I mean, there's two really good games. A lot of probably not very good games, but two really good games. The, uh, the State Farm Champions Classic. We got Kansas-Michigan State and Kentucky-Duke to kick off the season. And you can tell Vegas just has no idea what they're doing right now. And I get it. Outside of they have Gonzaga as a 40-point favorite against Dixie State. I'm probably going to stay off that one. <laughs> um, but do you, you want to start with a 7 o'clock matchup? I'm, I'm just making sure there's nothing else that we're missing. But we can no, start. No, there's not. All right. Yeah, we can just touch on those two. There's like 20 to 25 games here. Sneaky out of nowhere to start the year. Yeah, these spreads. I mean, I – Truth to God, I have no idea what anyone's going to do. I find it interesting. It feels like Michigan State always lately has started the year unranked, but they win their first several games, and then they're ranked really high quickly. 
Um, Seems like in this opening Tuesday, like the two games, because it's always these four teams, the the lower ranked team always wins. I'll be taking Michigan State spread. I don't see why not. I always like to fake Kansas in these bigger ones. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they. I don't think they're going to win against Michigan State. Uh, John, I, I don't think I could name a player on either team right now. Neither could I. Kentucky okay. Duke, same story. Um, I like. I don't know who I like there. Maybe Kentucky. I'll just take the two underdogs. Kentucky's a point underdog. It'll probably be a pick em. I'll I have no fucking clue. I'll take the dogs, though. It's been a year of the underdog in a lot of sports. It has. I um, Speaking of college basketball, I did – I'm not going to sit here and say I did hours of research, but I have my team that – wait a second. This roster isn't right. What, uh, do you have any favorites this year? I got nothing yet, man. I don't usually know anything until about January. I get that. That's fair. So there's one team that I really like, but I was just looking at the roster, and I didn't see the player that I thought was on this team. He's definitely on the team. Um, what team is it? Say Memphis. the team. People, people are losing their minds. I, Douglas Roberts. Memphis is my national title pick. Okay. So uh, they have a lot of show. Right? I don't know. That was that was preposterous. I think we need to move to football now after that statement. No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. Memphis is my national title pick. They start the year ranked 12th. They have Amani Bates, who is the next Kevin Durant. Um, probably the best high school prospect to come into college basketball since maybe KD. Better than Zion. Yeah, KD. So give me Memphis for the title right now. You heard it here on November 8th. Chad's taking the Memphis, whatever they are. Grizzlies. Yeah, the Grizzlies. NFL. Um, What a weird week. uh, What a weird week. There's too many sports. It's all the sports. I can't handle it. Um. Oh, NFL just needs to get over with this week. (laughs) I hate the NFL. (laughs) Actually, the worst sport in the whole world. Not even joking. I mean. So they're so bad. This is how I contrast college football Saturdays and NFL Sundays. I feel like. College football Saturdays, I'm just there for the enjoyment of the sport. I feel like every every NFL game, I, I feel like I'm going to work and clocking in when I watch NFL football. Like I feel like it's a, I gotta I just gotta get through it, you know. At this point, it's been so challenging. Like that half of it is the 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 gambling component, which I actually was solid this week. Finally, thank God, it's been damn hard. But it's just like fuck. Like what is even going on this year? It just feels like I'm going to work every game. Yeah, this and is the first like, year where it's felt like a chore. You know, our, our the Dolphins have been bad in the past, but this year it's just a chore, bottom line. There's no enjoyment factor. And they won. And they won this weekend. It was, they, I mean, Brissett played. I didn't watch a snap. I was at the Panthers game. <laughs> I turned on the first drive, 
took a nap after a long Saturday and wake up till the game was over. <laughs> so that was nice. Like looking at all the scores at once when I woke up from a nap is kind of enjoyable. Like, oh, this happened. Um, you, I'm looking at last week. So you had the Browns plus three. That hit. One. You had the Cardinals minus two and a half. One. And you had the Titans minus seven. One. Sweep. I told you I was good in the NFL this week. All those teams won outright, too. A couple dogs. A couple dogs when it closed because the Cardinals were minus two and a half when I picked them on the show, but they were plus six, I think, when it started because Kyler Hopkins didn't play. Okay. You know who is the best quarterback in a one-off start? Colt McCoy. Does he ever lose those games? No. Never. His win percentage is like 900. As soon as I saw he was starting, I was like, fuck yeah, we're going cards, money line. So he's great in the one off games. That was, what happened? was today a big, uh, long Monday? It was. It was a long Monday. I got to go to the airport, pick my cousin up at 11. So I'm fighting right now. I'm battling. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, do we even. I, the Chiefs beat the Green Bay 13 to seven. That's horrific. I mean, the Chiefs just aren't good, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Um, the Rams all of a sudden bad. No, I think the Titans are really, really good. The Titans were my preseason AFC pick, I believe. I believe yeah. actually, I believe actually, Titans Rams was my preseason Super Bowl matchup. No. Yes, mine was mine was Rams Chiefs. Um. Bills, Bills lost the Jaguars. That was a new one. I laughed when I woke up from my nap and saw that. I actually genuinely let out like a deep chuckle. Like what one do of you those think? You if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that the Buffalo Bills would have one loss, they had one loss going in, right? Would have one loss going in to face the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Jaguars would not score an offensive touchdown, but would win the game. I would have punched myself in the face. Oh yeah. I mean, how? Literally, how? Six to nine. So she said, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Should we get into some picks for week 10? Yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of upsets. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the Cowboys got killed by the Broncos. That was. That surprised me. Shocking. The Falcons beat the Saints. The Falcons are sneaky in a playoff spot right now, a wild card really, team. I really dislike that a lot. Cause I don't like Connor and like I saw his tweet about the Falcons in the playoffs and it really irked me. There's no chance the Falcons make the playoffs, right? It's not just me that thinks that. I don't know. Okay. I, it could, they could, it might happen. It could happen. Probably potentially it might happen. I, how many teams make the playoffs now? There's seven. Uh, two, wait, four, six, Does eight teams make it now. Six. No. There's seven. Four division winners and two wild cards. I think they expanded it. No. One of us is lying right now. Uh, it's 14 teams now. You have that confirmed? Yeah. Okay. So I lied. Uh, it started in 2020. Yeah, because they're the seventh seed, so that would make sense if they're in. 
Yeah, I think only the number one seed gets a buy now. Okay. Huh. I didn't even know. Yeah, because they had Atlanta playing Green Bay, and Green Bay's a two. Okay. So, fade yeah, Atlanta. I mean, I mean, after Atlanta, who's going to make the playoffs? You got, like, Carolina, who can't score a touchdown. <laughs> uh, Minnesota, who can't win a close game. Seattle, who has just holes everywhere. San Francisco, who I don't think is very good. But out of those four, they could be the best team out of those four. They're going to fight Atlanta. I mean, it's kind of a shit show. After the 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 NFC is extremely top heavy. After the the Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa, Dallas, and the Rams, it's kind of shit. It's kind of a lot of shit. And then the AFC is just like much more balanced. But no, like the NFC's stronger teams are stronger. The AFC stronger teams, but the AFC's deeper. I don't know. It's weird. Huh. Like you got five and four Denver in the AFC is the 11 seed right now. The 11 seed and uh, is three and five in the NFC. So the NFC sucks. No, it's just different. It's a, I just said it was different. It's very top heavy, and the AFC is more balanced. It's completely different. Okay. Um. Miami's two and seven. The Jaguars, the the Dolphins and and Bills both have lost the Jaguars. So the Dolphins are the Bills. True. Same team. Flip yep. that record. Same thing. Yep. Those are sneaky five and three. Kind of cheeks. Kind of bad. Kind of a bad yeah. team. Two of their wins are against Miami. So, I mean, <laughs> they're three and three against teams that aren't Miami. Good for them. Um, Not impressive. I was looking through week 10 trying to set aside the iGal. I think I'm going to set aside that one o'clock AFC South matchup as our iGal. Um. I can get us started. Uh, I did some research earlier. I, I think I like where I'm at. I'm going to actually start with the Buffalo Bills. Minus 13 against the Jets. I like this is a bounce-back spot for Buffalo. I think they win by three touchdowns. <laughs> Give me Buffalo minus 13. I just saw that we play on Thursday night. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. What the hell are they doing to people? Why are we going to let her they're gonna get embarrassed on Thursday night against Baltimore? I don't know why they don't, like, just choose time slots, you know, the Sunday, like, today. Tit, dude. That's unbelievable. Um, I'm going to go down to New England as my first lock of the week. Uh, I was on Cleveland last week, but I like New England minus one and a half at home. You can get I, them at pick them. I think that this is a pick them. I like New England at a pick them if, if that's what it is. I think this is a very... Very solid football team, unfortunately, again. And they've only gotten stronger as the year's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that. I think Cleveland's in a weird spot. Um, I loved Cleveland the first week after OBJ, but I think that was a that was a huge emotional win. I don't know what that's going to look like this coming week. I think that I just think New England is going to be rolling here. It's frightening. Okay. Pick two, we didn't even finish giving off Connor's college football plays. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. How'd you think of that? Uh, because I was thinking about, he texted us our NFL plays, and I'm like, uh, we gave out one of his college football plays. He's Powers also, took he Boston took- College, shocker. So Powers took Boston College plus two, the Pitt minus six and a half, and UConn plus 40 and a half. We shouldn't have given him out. No. The fact that he took UConn, 
that decreased our knowledge bases by having to read those out. He kind took of, the Browns as one of his NFL picks is the Browns, so we're on opposite sides. That makes me feel decent. Okay, yeah, fade Connor. Let's get that hashtag going, fade Connor. Um, pick number two. I don't know why I yelled and just got so excited, but another spot where, you know, fade Minnesota. Give me the Chargers minus two and a half. I still like the Chargers. I just I, whenever I see that logo, I just get sad. Uh, but Chargers are still a good ball club. I think they're five and three right now. You know, they're at home as two and a half point favorites, which is very surprising. They must have injuries. I don't care. Give me Herbert. Give me the Bolts minus two and a half. The Vegas has loved the Vikings all year. It's like it's been odd. I'm with you. I'm taking this as my second lock too. Chargers minus two and a half. Um, I took them a lot. I, I faded them week one. I regretted it. I took them a lot in between. They won me some money, then they got on a losing streak. Good win on the road in Philadelphia. Back on track at home. Like them a lot. Minnesota lose this game. Zimmer's really hot at that point. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna they 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 need to restart. They they need to reset. They've been like holding together with like band aids for the last three years. I think they can, they they're just waiting until Kirk Cousins' contract is up before they reset. Yeah. I think that's where they're at. Meaning uh, out the clock until Kirk's done. Tough. Connor's second pick. Uh, he has the Saints plus three against the Titans, so he's going with a bounce back for the Saints and a. Fade, Tennessee. That's one of my least favorite picks I've ever seen, period. Yeah, I can't stand that. That, that was disgusting again, once again. Uh, yeah. Hit, like, I mean, he clearly put no thought into these. It's bullshit. That's uh, a horrible pick, I think. Watch yeah. these all hit for him. Yeah, I'll be annoyed a bit. Um, I'm going back to the Los Angeles well um, for pick number three. Give me, uh, you know, theme of the night's been bounce backs. Give me, give me the Rams minus four. They're on the road at San Francisco. Don't have a lot of, you know, confidence isn't the word I'm looking for, but a lot of facts behind this one. This is more of, I just think the Rams are good and the 49ers aren't. And I know in the back of my head, Dolphins have the 49ers first round pick, which we know won't turn into anything good. It'll literally turn into probably a guy who's suspended. Uh, but you know what? Give me the Rams minus four. Okay. And for my final lock, it, it's time. Chiefs minus two and a half. They're going to turn it on this week. Uh, I think that the Raiders are just, they've hit a very tough loss on the road to the Giants. I love the Giants. I was all over them Sunday. I think there is, there's a point where there's too much noise for the Raiders and I think they're there. I think the Chiefs are going to, you know, they beat Jordan Love, but they beat a 7-1 Packers team. That's a good win. Uh, get a little confidence. They're still very talented. I think Andy Reid and the coaching staff are going to eventually figure out. They're getting schemed against defensively like they haven't before. Teams figured something out, um, and eventually the Chiefs will, will make an adjustment. It hasn't come yet, but I think it could come this week. And once it does, I think they're going to get rolling, and I don't know. I think the Raiders just got a lot of noise. Minus two and a half for the Chiefs. I'll I'll take that. Chiefs' bottom line is they need to get Kelsey rolling. Kelsey's been bad this year. They are two and seven against the spread. The the Chiefs are, and I just think that that's going to – that'll regress to the mean for – in a positive way for them. I think that it happens this week. They're going to win big. Yeah. All right. 
I like, I've, I've been trying to ride that like this is the week the Chiefs turn around. It just hasn't happened yet. So I'll let you take over for a week. I'll and give it a shot. If if they play well this week, it could be one of those cases where I just bet the Chiefs every every week the rest of the year. Uh, remains to be seen. Connor's last play. Um, another one that I dislike. He's taking the Eagles plus two and a half against the Broncos. I kind of hate it. I I think, uh, I think he he goes. Let's see what's the ugliest picks on the board here, and we're gonna take them. What will piss John and Chad off the most? I'll take it. You know, it's kind of put me in a bad mood. Yeah, he's, and he's not he's, even here to talk about it either. The thought that goes behind some of these things that comes out of his text. Hideous, absolutely I hideous. I go. Are we going to our indie home against Jacksonville, or is there anything else worse on the slate? Not a lot of bad, bad. Detroit Pittsburgh's ugly. That that is ugly. Those, I mean, it's a neck and neck between the two of those games. I mean, I feel like you could flip a coin. You got a coin? Yeah. Do you? You don't have a coin. Heads. Um. You didn't even say what they were though. <laughs> we can't have a winning team in the iGow, so I'm I'm going to defer to Indy at home against Jacksonville. Indy's a ten and a half point favorite over under set at forty seven and a half. You even have somewhere to start with this one. Oh, ugly total, ugly side. Uh, I'll take the Jags to keep it close. I think they got a little bit of confidence. I don't know if the Colts uh, are ten and a half points better than anybody right now, other than maybe Houston and Miami and I don't know the Lions. Uh, this division, it's a division game. I think it'll be a little bit tighter. I just think that Wentz is just making too many mistakes. Like he is so mistake prone. Uh, for this to be ten and a half in the division. The issue is, I think Lawrence will play. Just an FYI there. Yeah, um, you know what's wild is James Robinson was out too for Jacksonville, and they still beat Buffalo. Yeah, he's by far their best player. And he can, he'll probably be back because I think he was a game time decision. So. Okay, I'm gonna Jack follow. Spring. You seem confident in this one. I'm gonna follow. I'm not, but I'm glad it sounds like it. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know, so I'm gonna follow you with this one. I, you know, I don't like the Colts, don't like anything about them. So give me give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just like Darius Leonard. I need him to win Defensive Player of the Year, and he's up there. He's been okay. he's been fantastic. Uh, Connor, we'll give the Igal uh, for Connor. We're gonna we're gonna self give this one, and he's taking the Colts minus ten and a half. Yep, I think that's fair. That's astute. Um, that's all I got for NFL. Uh, Miami, are they even? Do they even play this week? They play Thursday night. We talked. We talked about that. You see, that's how much it's just like become. It's a chore. When the fuck is their bye week? Week four. How have they not had a bye week? They went to London and they haven't had a bye week. Yeah, we got another six week or five weeks before they have a bye. So just dude, that. what the hell is that scheduling by the NFL? That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, I can't. They're just, they're awful. And I, uh, Tua was all of a sudden out. He was supposed to start his nine game audition to remain the quarterback, and he's hurt. Um, they refused to change things, play other guys. 
I mean, Greg Little's been on the fucking practice squad since week one. Bring him up and throw him on the offensive line. The Dolphins have allowed 42 more pressures than the second-worst offensive line in football. How are we not making changes there, boys? It's like sad. You're going to get guys killed. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. The defense actually didn't play off bad the last two weeks. It's just, I mean, woo. You know, Waddle Waddle had his 11 catches for 80 yards. You know, he upped his yards per catch average from five yards to five and a half. Ugh, I'm getting choked up. Um, We're not talking about that anymore. Uh, this is a quick update from Connor Powers, uh, NBA. Connor can't record tonight because of NBA stuff, I guess. I don't really know. So his top teams in the West right now, he has the Warriors at one, uh, which the Warriors have been the best team in the NBA. Steph Curry, good little ball player. Uh, followed by the Jazz, the Suns, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Grizzly, Grizzlies. On the East, he has the Heat, followed by the 76ers, the Nets, the Bucks, the Bulls, the Knicks. Knicks is just a home reply. Get that. There's not many teams I dislike more than New York Knicks across all sports. I'm getting... Kings play in Madison Square Garden next February. I'm getting tickets. I don't care if I have to sleep on the sl- street. Getting tickets. Um, I'll be at the. Uh, I'll be in attendance this Friday. The Knicks come to Charlotte, play the Hornets. I'm excited. Very, very excited, actually. Are you a big Lamelo Ball guy? I enjoy watching him play. Okay. Charlotte. The, the Hornets are fun to watch. They've been. Um, very inconsistent. But young team, it's going to happen. Uh, Connor's NBA title pick right now, Clippers Nets. Don't like it, but again, it's Connor. Not much you can do. Uh, last note on the uh, NFL. Um, Odell Beckham was released. He clears waivers tomorrow at four. If he clears, he will not clear waivers. He will be picked up. Detroit has the number one waiver claim. Uh, it could be Detroit that claims them. I, I guess it just depends on the cap hit. Um, and Miami has the number two claim. <laughs> now, it doesn't make a difference. So let me start by saying it, it, it's irrelevant, but I'm just curious to see, you know, Devontae Parker was put on the IR. Maybe, you know, we have a 95 year old owner who will do anything to win or sell tickets. So maybe, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, NASCAR over. Kyle Larson, your champ. Heck of a season. Good final race. I uh, thought Martin Truex had a shot there at the end, but Larson, too much. Ten wins on the year. One of the best years in recent memory. He deserved to win it all this year. Uh, any F1 update, John? Who won on Sunday? Max Verstappen again. It was, again, a, a max one Lewis, two. I think he's about 18 points up with four races to go. They're in Brazil again this week, a back-to-back uh, couple weekends. It's going to be exciting. I mean, Red Bull has the fastest car right now. Um, but I believe that Lewis and Mercedes typically do a little bit better at Brazil. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's been exciting. It's really crazy in Formula One how, at least this season, how important the first lap is. Like Max, I think, led every lap because he got he got ahead in the first corner and just never looked back. So, 
I'm more excited to wake up and watch F1 this Sunday than NFL. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, it'll be good. Wonder if Syracuse plays this week. I, I can't take that stress. I already got to deal with the Dolphins. You know, I'm surviving as is with the Kings. I can't. Syracuse basketball is just too soon. Like I'll get. It's to, coming. I'm gonna have nervous breakdowns. Yeah, you are. Um, not much else. Sabers did end up losing again tonight. For all the Sabers fans out there, uh, it is what it is. Syracuse plays Lafayette on Tuesday. Basketball. Oh, not handle that right now. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. At the Dome? Is there snow in the forecast? At the Dome. Uh, it's looking like... Uh, Chad is pulling up the radar right now because I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Syracuse. 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 There it is. Uh, no. Oh, wow. 57 tomorrow in Saturday. Beautiful day. Cloudy? Uh, no, we, we see clear. Oh, wow. But come next Monday, 40% chance of snow. There you go. There you go. Syracuse is only a 23-point favorite. Can we take a second and go back to the conversation we had last week about the Carrier Dome and the name and how wild that is? Yeah, I mean, they just got absolutely boned. <laughs> That's the worst sponsorship deal I think I've ever seen in my life. Huh. Yeah, I forgot about that until now. But All right. Um, anything else before we tune off? Uh, no, it's, it's yeah, it's a good time of year. We're going to be sneaking our way into the end of this football season. A lot of big games, a lot of playoff implications, college basketball starting. Uh, NBA and NHL are chugging along. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Black Friday soon. Uh, folks, buy your Christmas gifts early. Supply chain problems out there. Um, enjoy. Be safe. Be careful. Stay warm. Stay vigilant. Stay frosty, my friend. Don't do anything that we wouldn't do. Do not. Never, never. Especially don't do anything that Connor would do. Um, and with that, we sail off. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.